welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I'm Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Oh, dramatic. Mm, it felt appropriate for the movies that are coming out. Because we've had Barbenheimer. We've done it. We've had Mission Impossible. We've what had Indiana Jones. It was. And they're all still there. Oh, yeah. But there is more to come. So let's go find out what's on at Cineworld Cinemas this month. Come on. Speak okay, I'll treats. go. Okay, let's do it. Right, Dan, if I may, just yeah. before we get started here. I've got to have some, I've got to have some of my yellow. If you don't mind, just gonna have a little bit of yellow before we start filming. Oh, mm, I'm having a bit more yellow. We are on the clock. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I understand that, Dan, but the yellow is important. These things are important, Dan. Yeah. I'm just have a sip of drink as well. All available with an unlimited card mm -hmm. at a discounted price. If you have an unlimited card, you can get all of these snacks with, I think, I believe it's 10% uh, off. It is. You're absolutely right. There you go. See? And I did. <laughs> well done you. Oh, so good. But no discount on flavour. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> now, you mentioned Unlimited. Yeah. And that's a really good segue into our Thank first week that we've got here. Because <laughs> there are, I'm, I'm actually like, I've got tears. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> because there are two films out on this first yes. weekend. Mm. Previews for the first one we're going to talk about. But the, the release date of these two films mm. are two of the films I'm really excited for this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got The Meg 2, which mm -hmm. we'll dive into a little bit. Yeah. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Dan. You've been, you've been Dan, looking forward to this for a lot, please. The turtles are back. They are. They're back and they're back on yeah. the big screen. And they're animated again. They are. Yeah, they are. And, they, and it's a whole like it's a whole new turtles for a whole new generation. This is why the turtles are amazing, folks. I mean, let me tell you about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and this is why they're brilliant. It's because this is a franchise that every generation has their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When I was a kid, I had the 87 cartoon series. Okay. And then the generation after me had the 2002 series. The generation after that had the 2013 series. And then the generation after that had Rise of the Turtles. But we've also had all these films as well. So I had the, the 1990 movie and its sequels thereon. Is that the one where they're like live action? Yes, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Oh, it's, it's one of the greatest movies yeah. ever made. It's actually the most perfect comic book adaptation that's ever made. But no one's ready for that conversation yet. <laughs> and then you had uh, the, the other animated movie that came out then you had all the the michael bay the bay formers movies yeah. that came out uh, and now we have got the turtles back on the big screen this time with seth rogan and an all-star cast mm. and what excites me about this movie amongst other things about the fact that it's the turtles and the turtles are the best well yeah cool. i mean that's not in question at this stage it's much like the 2013 series this is a turtles movie that's being made by fans yeah these are kids or adults now, let's say kids, that have grown up with the turtles. So they're like, well, this is what the turtles means to me. Mm -hmm. This is what the turtles meant to me. These are the things I remember from the turtles franchise. And just explain them and be like, but what does this mean? Let's do this. Let's have all of these characters. Let's put Mondo Gecko in this movie. Why not? <laughs> we can do that. But this is what makes for this kind of adaptation and for this kind of film even better. Like I mean, we said it last month with Barbie, is the fact that Greta Gerwig is someone who grew up with Barbies means that this thing means a lot to her. Yeah. When you have the people at adapting these properties and making films about these characters that mean a lot to them, you are going to get a better film. Yeah, and I think one of the really interesting things, I was listening to his interview with Seth Rogen about this, is he said, and I agree with this, not a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles adaptations focus on that first word. Teenage. Teenagers. And he's like, they never really feel like That's they're teenagers. So they often feel like they're like adults or young adults. Mm. And so when you watch the trailer footage, it's like, oh yeah, these are kids. And like these are teenagers going through teenage issues. Yeah. 
while also being mutant ninja and turtles. It's so good. Yeah. I, it's a perfect franchise, and I cannot wait for this movie. I love the art style as well. It's yeah. so cool. No, it's really interesting. I, I uh, have a, a being very special and important. Uh, my girlfriend actually is the special important one here. She went to an event for it. Got to see a, a little preview of all the toys and, and bits what? and bobs and brought them home. And, and Where was my invite? We gave them to her nephew. What? What do you mean you gave them? What? What are you? It's just that he's sort of a child and you're 38 years old. Dan, I am outraged and appalled. Yeah, and I do understand that and I do apologize. Outraged. Please come back. We have another. And appalled. There's so many films to talk about. I'm sorry. I'll I, will, I will forgive you for this. These the, the next 10 minutes while we're recording this, I will forgive you. <laughs> but believe me, once those 10 minutes are up, and that's it. That's it. It's over. You and I are done professionally. <laughs> we're done professionally. <laughs> Thank sorry. you sorry. for that reference. Sorry. You were saying. That's it. I'm finished. <laughs> I can't. I can't stop it. I think that's it. We peaked. <laughs> Speaking of exciting, we mentioned the Meg 2. Oh, God. Dan, do you, I mean, do you want to take this? You had so much fun watching the trailer for this Look, in 4DX. The, the, tra the trailer is super fun, and it's one of the, the most uh, exhilarating uses of 4DX I've seen. I've seen a lot of movies in 4DX, and the trailer for that one was like just... It's the kind of like brash, bold... Um, I want to use the word nonsense, but I must have you understand that it's in the most complimentary way possible yeah. because it was every effect used to its absolute best perfection. This is what 4DX was built for kind of thing. Um, I just don't like sharks. <laughs> they scare me. All right. They scare this is me. a big old shark. It's a big... and It's, oh, it's, it's a megalodon. It's, oh, it's, my God. It's megalodon. <laughs> I just can't. I just... I saw the first one and I... Well, I mainly saw it like this and I'll see the second one probably the same way. Um, I'm just, I just don't do sharks. Well, here's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to, we're going to do a, a double date. Yeah. And we're going to do a double header. We're going to yeah. go see Turtles and we're going to go see Meg 2. It's just that both of those are, are your picks, which is like fine. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, that maybe this is my turn then for, for our little, <laughs> you know, double feature date. Uh, but we're going to go see both of them in 4DX. Okay. Because, you know, it's a great format. Yeah, but yeah. B, here's my hope is you're going to be trying to hide with your hands. Right. But the seats will be shaking and your hands are going to slip. <laughs> and that means you have to be forced to watch the movie. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'll, I'll catch it. I'm sure I will. As long, look, I, maybe I can be brave that day. Maybe I can really hold my breath and feel brave. Or maybe I'll be so distracted by all of the exciting effects yeah. that I'll, I'll not notice my fear and just be fully immersed in the movie. Or we, or we, we could go see it in Screen X. Yeah, yeah. In Super Screen and stuff. Yeah, because sharks are all three sides. That's yeah. going to make me feel less intense. Or maybe we'll have a different change of pace. Uh-huh. And we'll go see something like Joyride that's also yeah. out on that day. That's, see, that's very much my tempo. That's very much my tempo. It's from the uh, uh, the co-writer of the Crazy Rich Asians movie, which was mm, absolutely so fantastic. Uh, and the producer of uh, Bad Neighbours and Blockers. So you've got this kind of mix of like bawdy comedy and also like a fresh and exciting different mm -hmm. um, agenda going into it. It's about um, going to sort of explore your identity and, and, and know who you are and celebrate your... Um, your, your heritage and your history while also being a nice old bawdy comedy. <laughs> and we know you love those. I do love my bawdy comedies. Yeah. Like, um, you know, especially with the producers of Blockers as yeah. well. Like, I, I really liked that movie. It was great. So it was fantastic. Fun. And it was such, I think it was such an unexpected... And this is part of the joy of this movie is that these the are the joy kind of, of this movie. Hello. It's the kind of thing where you can sort of go in with not this... 
history of like the, the IP or mm -hmm. the knowledge of a previous movie or anything like that. You go and you have this experience, this unique experience within the movie itself. Um, and that's quite a, a fun thing. And it's, it's also very topical. We've seen it with things like Elemental. Um, there was a film a few years ago called The Farewell, all about the sort of like um, search for identity and what it means mm -hmm. and, and seeing your place, not just where you've come from, but also where you're going and the new world and the world that you find yourself in and doing that through comedy. I'm a big fan of. Big fan, yeah. yeah. Released on the 11th of August with previews on the 9th and 10th, we have got Gran Turismo. It's the next mm. in sort of video game movie adaptations. Yeah, which I was like a little bit like, oh, okay, how are you going to do this? And it's so interesting that essentially what they're doing is taking people who are really good at Gran Turismo. And this is in the conceited film. It's they, they get a bunch of people who are really good at the game and have them do an actual race. Well, here's going to blow your mind. Okay. This is a true story. Yeah. This is what they did. Like they, is it? Yeah, so because Gran Turismo is a, is a racing sim. Yeah. It's not a racing game. It's right. a racing simulator. Yeah. So if you're good at that, you can you know, drive for real. And so you're driving around real tracks. So the theory was, well, why don't we take these the best players in the world and just put them in actual cars? Because they know exactly how to get around the tracks in the quickest time possible. It's a true story. Yeah. Well, based on a true story, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, and it's got a really good cast in there. Uh, Orlando, Bloom, Orlando Bloom, David Harbour yeah. is in there, and very importantly for you and I, Jerry Halliwell. We love to see it. Jerry Halliwell is in this movie. Absolutely. And why shouldn't she? <laughs> so I um, here's the thing I really uh, like about this. Uh, I wrote a book about video game movies. You did, yes. This is very much your area. This is kind of within my wheelhouse. And in that, I wrote about the Gran Turismo movie because it's been in development now for sort of 10 or so years mm. with various different writers, various different directors, but the thing that's always stayed consistent is its plot. Mm. This isn't like other video game adaptations where they've been like, well, the reason why is because this script didn't work or this script didn't work, and we had to change a lot of things. Everything about this movie has stayed consistently the same. The plot is basically the same as when they first announced this movie way back when. Okay. It's just the cast director and the writer is different. Well, there you go. So yeah, I'm really excited for this movie. The trailer's really fun. Yeah. And I'm, uh, yeah, and it's gonna be a very different style of video game adaptation. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested, especially now that I know those little bits of tit what, what good work you're doing sat in this chair. You maybe want to go and see it even more. But also out on the 11th of August, bit of family fun, The Haunted Mansion. Oh Ooh. yeah, Danny DeVito, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, I'm all about this one. Uh, so have you, I've never been to Disney, have you? Uh, yes, I have been. Have, I've have been, been on the ride? Uh, yes, to Disney World, yes. Have you been on The Haunted Mansion ride? Yes. Yeah, yeah. How was it? Very, very awesome. Like right. it's very good. Like, and uh, I've watched quite a few documentaries about the making of the ride Ooh. as well and stuff Fun. because there's lots of really cool practical effects within mm. this and it's like genuinely like groundbreaking effects that they did in the haunted mansion mm. particularly like the the, the elevator because when yeah. you, you walk into this room and then the floor just starts to sink but actually you rather than you sort of going down the walls look just look like they're growing so like the picture frames extend down and all this sort of stuff. it's really like quite magical actually wow, that's quite magical. and there's some really good lighting effects and stuff and it's fun to watch the trailer for this because you, as someone who's been on the ride, could be like, know that, I know that, That's I know fun. that, I know that. Like they've taken all of the elements of the ride and put it up onto the big screen. I've never ever been to Disney World in my life. It really does never surprise me. When we were little, uh, my parents um, won the lottery, by which I mean they won a, a little bit of money on the lottery. But when you were a kid and you're told your parents have won the lottery, you think they've won millions of pounds. Mm -hmm. um, and they spent it all on, on the Cruze pounds. <laughs> and I was like, are you joking me? We could have gone to Disney and we spent it on pans. Now I have the pans as an adult, so this is a story with a happy ending. Yeah. But I was fuming back then. I mean, that's no. a worthwhile investment. Really. But I wanted to go to Disney <laughs> and I still have never been. However, my one of my favorite movies of all time 
is Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. is a film based on a Disney it's ride. based on a ride. So, I mean, I think it comes with, with good, uh, good juju from me. So I'm very excited to see this one. This is the kind of scare that I can deal with. Yeah. So once it's mentioned, we've got that available in 4DX. Yeah, we've got lovely. it available in Super Screen. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of rides, you can come and get this experience like you're on a ride. Absolutely. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, very like that, nice. On the following week, on August 18th, you can go use those props to go see Blue Beetle, the latest DC movie. Yeah, yeah. And the thing with, um, I'm going to bring it back to the unlimited card. This magic little card that's in your pocket. If there are any formats like this, like ScreenX, like IMAX, like 4DX that you haven't tried yet and you want to give it a go, Having an unlimited card means you can do that, and all you need to do is just pay a little up, uplift, a little extra. Well, not, not only that, but you know, we, we talked about us doing our little double feature, double yeah. headers. Yeah, oh yeah. Because we've got TMNT and the Meg 2, and yeah. you probably do Joyride as well. Like, and we've still got some of the movies from last month that are still doing the round. Exactly, and then the following week, you've got another double header yeah, that you time. could do. And now with this, we got, actually now a good time to be getting an unlimited card. It's the summer. Because after two trips, it pays for itself. It pays for itself. Job done. Yeah. Blue, Blue Beetle's an interesting one. Like I, th- I think it's not getting as much talk or as much hype as, say, like The Flash did mm. or some of the other DC movies did. But the trailer for it does look like it is action-packed and like a big special effects spectacle. Yeah, I saw it in this very cinema, actually, before I went to see Into the Spider-Verse. And it is because, like you say, it's one of those that hasn't had as, as many column inches, perhaps. You'd be forgiven for feeling a little bit surprised by the movie. But it's a really fun trailer. It's a really interesting-looking prospect. That has made me sit there and go, yeah, right, go on. Then. It's got a bit Ant Man vibes yeah, to it, like looking sort of you yeah, know through yeah, a Marvel right, lens. Right, it's right, got yeah. a bit of Ant Man towards it, and because of that, maybe it's because of Blue Beetle. But, <laughs> it's an insect-based superhero. But it's just like I think this is going to be one of those where the 4DX formats, yeah, sort of elevates the movie. Yeah, I mean, there are some movies where it's the most perfect complement between uh, the sort of filmic experience and also the experience of being in the in the cinema. My favorite, my favorite, I still to this day, is Peter Rabbit 2. I had such a good time seeing Peter Rabbit 2 in 4DX. You have no idea. And he was hopping around, and so were we. It was thrilling. And then the other end of the spectrum, when I was having Godzilla vs. Kong, and having it being thrown all over the place, absolutely loved it. So yeah, there are some movies that really lend themselves to 4DX really well. I think uh, Blue Beetle was one of them. But maybe taking a slightly different route mm-hmm. in the cinema, maybe some people are going to go into screen 8, and you're going to go into screen 9. I love that. And go and see a wacky comedy movie in the form of Strays. No, I don't know too much about this. Tell me about it. So let me present you a, a picture here. Okay. I'm presenting you a, a dog. Yep. I'm going to present you another dog. Okay. One of those dogs is voiced by Will Ferrell. Great. And another one is voiced by Jamie Foxx. Well, already I'm having an, a fantastic time. And Sophia Vergara is also there. <laughs> Isla Fisher is also there. Oh, I like her very much. Like Harvey Gellman from yeah. uh, What We Do in the Shadows Love is that. there. Rob Riggle is there. Yeah. Will Forte is there. Like, this is <laughs> a really good comedy cast. Talk about strays. Or finding a way together. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And that sounds great to me. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's Will Ferrell. Voicing a dog. Which, I mean, where can you possibly go wrong in that moment? And our final new releases to talk about for this month, on the 25th of August, Theatre Camp and a movie I'm very excited for, The Blackening. Yes. Well, the thing with The Blackening, so it's uh, a, a group of black friends all trying to avoid being, the, using their knowledge of horror movie to escape a... It is a uh, movie, sorry to cut you off there, it's a oh, movie yeah. that really sets itself up with its tagline, yeah. we all can't die first. There you go. And it, so it's giving me the same sort of energy, the same sort of parody of the, of the genre as like scary movie, but also with a little flavor of Jordan Peele in there as well. And actually like Scream as well, yeah. you know, using our knowledge of horror movies right. and that sort of satire. And so when you look at that tagline, it does make you think like, why has it taken so long for us to get this as a setup for a movie? Because like, 
that has been a trope within horror movies mm. since like you know the 90s we were making fun of that trope in the 1990s mm. and into the 2000s here we are 2023 like and finally it's an actual whole movie and we're actually it's this kind of thing where it's the, the summer is underway but we can't leave the the little goths who love their horror movies and love getting into the autumn time oh, they, don't worry we've not got you're on your way we'll get your horror movie month soon but oh, yes, you know so it's, it's 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 like a little it's like a little amuse bouche it's good it's a good way to get you started yeah 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 and to celebrate disney turning 100 this year cineworld are bringing back some disney classics over the next few weeks and here is what's coming up in august from friday the 4th through to thursday the 10th we have snow white and the seven dwarfs from the 18th to the 24th we will be showing bambi oh get ready to cry yeah. and then from friday the 25th through to thursday the 31st we have cinderella not only that on sunday the 6th we have an autism friendly screening of pixar's new film elemental and then on sunday the 19th get ready to get your devil horns up in the air because metallica's m72 world tour live from texas night one is showing and then on monday the 21st the second night of metallica's m72 world tour is on show and then get ready to put your devil horns right back down and have a very pleasant evening because on Saturday the 26th we have Andre Ryu's 2023 Master It concert. Love is all around. Well, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for on this edition of What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. Don't forget though, if you like this sort of thing and you fancy listening to it, you can get us as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, we will see you next time here on Cineworld's YouTube channel. I've been Luke Owen. And I've been Dan Layton this whole time. And that's what's on.